So clearly the theme of the parsha this week is the creation of a dwelling place for God. And as we know, the famous Medrash, the Torah says, It doesn't say, I will dwell in it. Instead it says, I will dwell in them. And it says, the Medrash, and so from here we extrapolate out with the metaphor that all aspects of the building of the tabernacle in the desert have to have a mirrored responsibility within ourselves as we build the tabernacle for Hashem, so to speak, a mishkan for ourselves within ourselves. So one of the things that we notice in the building of the mishkan is that there is a process whereby the floor of the Mishkan was deliberately earth, the walls of the Mishkan were made of wood, coated with gold, and the roof of the Mishkan was made of skins. So we have in the hierarchy of creation, the inanimate, the vegetable, the animals, and the humans. And you see that in progression as you start with the floor and you work your way up, the floor is the inanimate earth. The walls are the vegetation, wood. And the ceiling of the Mishkan is made out of skins of animals, chai, the animal kingdom. So the idea is that in the process of creating this dwelling place for godliness, we bear a responsibility to incorporate all aspects of creation in the process. If we are to discard, set aside, or ignore any aspect of creation in the process of creating and transforming the physical world, or to use the Hasidic vernacular, a dwelling place for godliness in this lowest of worlds, when we say, so Hasidus explains it means the lowest of the low. So there's no part of creation that we look at and say, this part of creation is unworthy of godly revelation. No such thing. On the contrary, the more logic would dictate to us that this is a place devoid of godliness, the more it is clear that that is specifically where our mission lies. That is exactly where we're obligated to transform And so because of that, all aspects of creation are incorporated into the tabernacle that we build, and by extension, the tabernacle that we build within ourselves. The domain, the earth, the walls, the floor, and it works its way up in progression. And the chai, even the animal. Now, the fact is that this is an internal experience as well. Every one of us has within ourselves... Domeim, Tzomeach, Chai, and Nedaber. Every one of us has that within ourselves. We have that aspect of ourselves that's completely inanimate. It's a part of us so dormant when it comes to spiritual and godly revelation that we just look at it and say to ourselves, dead. Dead. Right? You know the story of Ephraim? The old Jew rolls over in bed in the morning and he says to his wife, Honey, I think I'm dead. She says, why would you think you're dead? He says, nothing hurts. 
Sometimes there's an aspect that has to hurt in order to feel like you're alive. You have to be able to be animated. You have to be able to have something going on within your life that moves you. So there's a part of your personality, a part of every person's soul that is domain, completely and totally inanimate. That part of our soul, we would think to ourselves, this is a place I don't want to waste any time on. I don't want to waste any energy on the domain part of me. Turns out, it's an integral part of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle that you're building. It's such an integral part, it's the foundation. It's the floor. Without it, you can't have the uh, godly dwelling place within yourself. And so we have to be able to take that part of us and animate it. There's a term Rash, uh, that David HaMelech says in Tehillim, which is in Halal. We say every time we recite Halal, The dead cannot praise God. So the commentaries on Tehillim say, there's another place that says, You're not allowed to mock the impoverished. That's why when you go to a cemetery, you're supposed to tuck in your tzitzis. Because the way your tzitzis out in a cemetery, you're mocking the impoverished. The deceased do not have tzitzis. They can't wear tzitzis. So you're making fun of them. You're not allowed to mock the impoverished. So Leah Mesim was David Melech mocking all dead people because they can't speak anymore? So the commentaries say, no, Chas V'Shalom, David Melech is not mocking the impoverished. Who are these Mesim? That's the people that are the walking dead. Spiritually. Leah Mesim, when David Melech says that, he's talking about the part within ourselves, or in the more macro, the people around us who are the walking dead. They're spiritually not in tune, spiritually out of touch, zombies. And so David Melech says that if you allow yourself to fall into a zombie state, that state you'll never be able to give praise to God. You have to be able to awaken in yourself. You have to be able to animate, in fact, achieve resurrection of the dead by taking even those parts of your personality that present themselves as dead and giving them life. Certainly, we go to the next stage, the tzomeach. What is unique about the tzomeach? The tzomeach only lives when it is rooted in the ground. It needs its life force to continue to live. So the symbolism of that is the part of us that is dependent upon being connected. Whether it's connected to Judaism, the Jewish people, the Torah, mitzvahs, it's that part of your personality that only becomes animated, only looks alive, only continues to grow when it's connected to its source, when it's connected to its roots. Those, that makes the walls of the Mishkan. That's not the foundation anymore. That's what creates the walls. And then Chai, living creatures, the animals. What is it about the animals that is something we would want to use to our advantage? Animals have an irrational desire to fulfill anything, their needs. An utterly irrational desire. 
once they come to a realization, in whatever form the animal manifests that realization, this is something I want. As soon as they decide it's something I want, then they'll do anything, no matter how irrational or inexplicable, to be able to achieve that goal. So that's a part of our personality that is, in a sense, advantageous even to the intellectual human part of our soul. The animal part of our soul is headstrong. The intellectual part of our soul is cold and calculated. Now, we're hoping for that the cold and calculated approach is going to lead you to Hashem because you'll realistically come to the understanding what I should have is a relationship with Hashem. That's very nice. The challenge in that is that any argument to the contrary becomes a debate. The animal part of our personality is not subject to debate. You know that's really bad for you, yes? Could you please pass the potato dishes? You know you're getting so fat that they're going to have to grease the doorpost to get you through the door, yes? Pass the nachos. Now, if you could turn that around and make that into a focus on the godly and the holy, no argument to the contrary will slow you down. You know that guy's going to be annoyed when you ask him to put on tefillin, yes? Come here. Because it's the high part of your personality. You don't care if the person's annoyed. You know the person needs to put on tefillin. You don't care if the person's annoyed. I was once standing, Erev Pesach, Ralph's Market, right here on Bundy. And the woman in front of me had the requisite five uh, boxes of matzah and the cellophane. And she had a can of macaroons, all the requisite stuff that she felt she needed to buy. And a Zaki Farms turkey. Now the cashier or somebody I knew, a very, very religious Christian. So he was like a guy that, when I came in, things stopped. So I leaned over and I started a conversation with this woman. I said, you're making a Seder tonight? She says, yeah. I said, um, what would it take for me to get you to swap out that Zaki Farms turkey for an Empire turkey and get you back there? Before she got a chance to say, oh, more expensive, I said, I'm buying. The turkey's on me. I'm paying for it, and I'm paying the difference. I'm buying you the turkey. She said, no, 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 no. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. And I picked up her Zachy Fox turkey, and I ran to the back of the store, and I put it back in the showcase, and I brought her an Empire turkey. The good news was I was about five to six inches taller than her, and about a foot wider than her, so she was afraid to start up with me. So she, the, the whole time, the Christian guy is slowly scanning her groceries so that she shouldn't say, I'm in a rush to get out of here. He's taking his time so that I should have enough time to go swap the turkeys. Insane, I could have gotten arrested. I don't know. But I just couldn't bear to see a woman walk out the store with five boxes of Manashevitz matzah, macaroons, schmaltz, 
whatever else it was that she got there for a peso, cedar in a zaki farm's turkey. I couldn't even imagine it. That's called chai. That wasn't thinking. And that's the other energy that's necessary. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bless us that we should all utilize the energies that have given us. We should build our tabernacle from the ground up, the domain, the inanimate part of our personalities, the, the vegetable part of our personalities, and especially the living part of our personality. We should merit immediately to find ourselves standing at the base of the Shashlishi with the coming of Mashiach, celebrating tonight the building of the ultimate Mishkan, the third Beis Hamikdash, with the Geula now, Amen.